Praise the Lord. Uh, two Sundays ago, when we had our first beginning here, uh, the Lord impressed on my heart that it was a season for us to return to the esteem and honor and the value and the priority of His Word. And uh, it's easy to kind of, uh, you know, get acclimated to things or, uh, you know, start losing your, uh, you know, uh, your ability to see that the answers are in the promises of God's Word. But the Word of God is the answer to any situation or circumstances that we're facing. And uh, even, uh, you know, if you've experienced otherwise uh, than what God's Word is, His will is, well, just because that was your experience previously don't mean that that uh, determines your future. Uh, how many knows, you know, I've told the story about Chippy the parakeet that, you know, Chippy had a lovely home and a lovely owner that took very good care of Chippy and... and uh, this elderly lady, uh, you know, doted on Chippy, and then one day uh, she was talking on the telephone. Simultaneously, she had decided to clean his cage out, and, uh, and she had been vacuuming when the telephone rang, and so she was trying to turn the vacuum off, and Chippy's cage was open, and he got too close to the edge of the cage, and while she was fiddling with the phone, the vacuum wand kind of went to the side, and with a whoosh and thud, Chippy disappeared down the vacuum. <clears throat> and uh, <laughs> so, uh, you know, uh, Chippy, uh, you know, wound up in the vacuum bag, and she hung the call up quickly and began to dig through all the dirt and rubbish in the vacuum cleaner and found a clump of dirt that looked like Chippy could be possibly inside it. And then she ran down the hall, turned the water on, freezing cold water, stuck Chippy under the cold water in the shower till she washed him off. And, uh, of course, Chippy is, you know, went from the vacuum bag to a cold freezing bath. And then she said, oh, my goodness, I've mistreated Chippy. And she turned the hairdryer on hot and began to, <laughs> began to blow Chippy's feathers back the opposite direction. And as the story went, uh, Chippy doesn't sing as much as he used to anymore. <laughs> and the reason he doesn't sing is because he's experienced some bad things in life. <clears throat> well, what we're saying this morning is just because our experience <laughs> has not been previously good doesn't mean that our experience doesn't have to get reversed. <clears throat> and he knows if things can go from better to worse the very fact that there was a temporariness to them and they changed doesn't mean they have to be permanent. Now, the enemy will come and try to tell you nothing can change, and he is uh, the, you know, author of hopelessness. I mean, you know, if you go back and read some spirit, wrong spirit or evil spirit inspired literature like uh, Edgar Allan Poe's The Raven, right? That wasn't the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> and the uh, raven, you know, kept saying what he kept saying, never more, never more. 
And the story goes, I think, that uh, Poe was actually in the grips of morphine addiction. And, uh, and he was trying to get free, but he just kept relapsing and kept going back into that. And uh, so he pinned this poetry, nevermore, nevermore. Right? But how many knows there's another bird, or topology, or analogy of the bird, which is the Holy Spirit, and he's not saying nevermore. He's saying victory in Jesus. And, uh, and it doesn't have to be as you have experienced it in the past. Can you say amen? And there's hope in Jesus today. The Bible calls God the God of all hope. Can you say amen? That fills us with all joy and peace in believing. So if things have went from better to worse through whatever of the enemy's work, thank God today... <clears throat> God can reverse the curse, break through the previously bad experiences, and bring us into the best place, the most enjoyable place, the most satisfying place that we've ever been in ever. <clears throat> can you say man? Peter fished all night and he didn't catch nothing, but then Jesus came. <laughs> And Jesus had some things to say, and what Jesus has to say is the turning point or the hinge on situations turning around. His word is life to those that find them, health and healing. And God's word and his promises believed and acted upon and esteemed and appreciated can turn any hopeless situation around. Woman with the issue of blood, the Bible said that she had been uh, you know, sick for a number of years, over a decade, and she had spent all, she had been, just suffered many things from many physicians. Many means many, right? And it says she spent all that she had. So she's sick, she's weak, she's bled and bled and bled. She's went to doctors. They've given her no hope. She's wasted everything and spent everything that she had, <clears throat> right? And uh, is nothing better. So it's a hopeless situation from the natural. But it said, when she heard of Jesus. <laughs> Say, when she heard of Jesus. When she heard of Jesus, she said, if I can touch the hem of his garment... I shall be made whole. Great things happen when we hear God's word. Peter said, nevertheless, at your word, Jesus said something. Jesus could have just did it miraculously, but God always works through his word. And it's the agent or it's the avenue whereby God does great things. The Bible said he sent his word and healed them. He said, you know, according to your word, Mary said, be it done unto me. Peter said, nevertheless, at your word. The woman with the issue of blood says, when she heard the word of Jesus, that's when situations start turning around when we receive the word of God. I mean, a farmer can't have a crop without the planting of seed. Amen. And we can't have the harvest of God's blessings in our life without the planting of the incorruptible seed. 
So if you and I want a different crop, then we need to plant different seed. And thank God his word is the incorruptible seed. And so the Lord was dealing with me about uh, sharing with you and uh, with my own life, return to a high esteem and a high value and a high appreciation and an honor of God's word because that's actually honoring him and the way he works. Can you say amen? I mean, the Lord works by his word in every avenue. Men are saved through hearing words. People are healed through the woman with the issue of blood was healed when she heard of Jesus. So this hearing process and this esteem or value of the Word of God is the key critical point if we want changes in our life, if we have to come back to the Word of God and value it and receive it as seed in our lives to have the crop that, uh, that we need. <clears throat> So, uh, you know, the Bible says uh, in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, it said, you are God's uh, field or husbandry, you are God's garden. Amen? Now, it's interesting to think that our body, the natural side of us, is composed out of the same elements that make up dirt. Right? How many knows the Bible talks about the Lord told Adam when the curse and sin came into the world through man's disobedience, he said, uh, out of the dust you were made and to the dust you'll return. Right? And we're made out of same dirt. Right? I didn't say you were dirt. I just said you're composed <laughs> of the same elements that make up dirt. <laughs> right? <clears throat> like the little joke goes, you know, about the the little boy that ran to his mother and, and he said, Mother, Mother, he said, uh, is it true what the preacher said on Sunday that we're made out of the dust of the earth? And she said, yes, son. And he said, well, I heard him also say that, that when we die, we go back to dust. And she said, yeah, we're, you know, made of dirt and dust and we return to the dust. And he said to his mother, he said, well, uh, come come quickly. She said, somebody's under my bed, and I don't know if they're leaving or coming. <laughs> but, we, but we are God's garden. <laughs> Say that with me. I'm God's garden, and I receive the imperishable seed, the incorruptible never decaying, wonderful seed, precious seed of God's Word in my life. Amen. And so God's Word is a word of encouragement. God's Word is a word of hope. God's Word is a word of breakthrough because behind God's Word, He stands to perform it and to make it good. The whole universe was created by the word that went out of God's mouth. He said, let there be light, and the sun is still shining, and the universe is still sustained, 
And uh, we have light because of God speaking that into existence. And God's Word is full of power. Can you say amen? And God's Word is precious. And so we have to value it and esteem it and hear it. And uh, he tells us exactly how to value it and how to esteem it and how to receive it so we'll get results. Can you say amen? And so uh, I don't know about you, but I want an increased harvest of the uh, Word of God. And that Word contains potentially uh, anything and everything that He's promised, just like uh, a corn seed, kernel of corn, has a corn stalk with multiple ears of corn in it. Uh, it has that potential. God's Word has the potential to create and to do exactly what He said. Some of his, uh, his promises promise us eternal life. And when we believe them, we receive life everlasting or eternal life. Other of his seeds promise us wisdom. Can you say amen? And as we receive those words, wisdom comes into us. Other of his uh, seeds pr promise us healing or financial blessings or prosperity. And as we receive those then we ought to continually be bringing forth and producing uh, the Word of God in our life so that we uh, have a crop of good things. So you have to understand that God works by the law of sowing and reaping, and everything is, uh, is a result of seed in God's world that He created. Can you say amen? I mean, if you ate oats this morning, uh, oats came from seed. If you ate strawberries or blueberries or whatever, that came from a seed. If you've got any kind of garments on that's made of, of cotton, uh, cotton came from a plant that's seed. If you've got wool on this morning, wool came from a seed. Your existence came through human uh, seed. Can you say amen? So everything around us uh, is dependent upon seed, and God's incorruptible seed will bring forth the very thing that he said that it would. Can you say amen? Let's start in Isaiah this morning, and we're going to talk about uh, some of God's word and uh, uh, this may sound like something you already know, but don't assume that you can't uh, gain more ground in this and that it can be uh, life-changing. How many knows that seed doesn't uh, look spectacular? You just take a handful of, say, beans. They may not look spectacular, but there can be a whole garden of beans in there, or an acorn doesn't look spectacular, but it can produce a whole forest. Say it with me. I esteem and highly value the Word of God. Uh, Isaiah 55 Verse 9 says, well, let's back up, uh, start in verse 6. He said, seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Amen? Call ye upon him while he is near. 
uh, let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts and let him return unto the Lord and he will have mercy upon him and to our God for he will abundantly pardon. You know, the Bible says here that God will what? Abundantly pardon, right? Other places says that he's ready to pardon, right? Uh, You know, in Micah, the prophet Micah said, God delights in mercy. Say that with me. God delights in mercy. He's ready to forgive and will abundantly pardon. Now, I've met a couple of people and been through the ministry in years that thought that they had committed uh, some sin that God wouldn't forgive them of. And that's a lie of the enemy. The Bible does talk about a sin unto death, but that's where a person actually knows what they're doing. And to qualify to be in that position, the Bible says you have to not only have received the Word of God, you've had to been enlightened, you have the taste of the powers of the world to come, uh, operated in gifts of the Spirit, I mean, you know, and be a mature Christian and choose willfully. Right? And, uh, you know, that would disqualify 98% of Christians right there from being able to do that, right? <laughs> but the, the, none of us want to do that, amen? <clears throat> if you have any inclination to want to come back to God, you've not committed uh, or come close to committing anything that's unpardonable. God delights in mercy, and God abundantly will pardon, and he's ready to forgive. Can you say amen? And so this is the nature of God, that he's gracious, and he's merciful, and he's good. The psalmist said, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. Who does what? Forgives all of our iniquities. Can you say amen? and heals all of our diseases. These are covenant blessings that the Lord has given us. He's in the forgiveness business, and He's in the healing business. Amen. He is one to pardon, and He is one to heal and restore. Can you say amen? And so He said here uh, that... He said, uh, for he will abundantly pardon. God specializes in mercy. Glory to God. That ought to excite somebody besides me this morning. God specializes in mercy. Amen. And so he said, uh, for my thoughts are not your thoughts. That's why we need to get our mind renewed, right? Neither are my ways your ways, saith the Lord. Now, he's talking about the wicked person that's coming back to him. He said, for as the heavens are higher than the earth. How many believes the heavens are higher than the earth? He said, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain comes down, we've had a couple of rainy days in the last couple of days, and the snow from heaven, which I'm rebuking, won't come down. No, I'm teasing. <laughs> Me and my youngest daughter have this. She likes snow, and so we have this 
contention about my faith stronger than your faith. It hadn't snowed. <laughs> just, just fun. We, the snow is beautiful, amen. Uh, for as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than, uh, my th- than your ways, and my thoughts and your thoughts. For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven, and does what? Returns not thither, but it waters the earth. So it gets uh, 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 an effect, right? But how many knows if it doesn't rain, it influences the earth? And how many knows when it does rain, it does influence the earth? And makes it bring forth and bud that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. Verse 11, so shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth, it shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, that's God's will, and it shall prosper in the thing whereunto I sent it. 